Yo, it's not the joke, though. It's your boy, you rule. What's good, guys? 9.30, diehard hour. They should be popping up in a minute because you know State is working. He's trying to find State space where he can do his thing. Let's get it started in a second. Moment. Diehard Knicks podcast. Diehard State of Mind segment, man. Anyway. As you saw a little bit earlier today, man, I was doing a little uh, football talk. I was trying something different with the channel. I know that's, that's like, uh, well, you know, YouTube algorithm death do that. But um, it, it is what it is. Right? I just want to just wanna talk some sports, man. You know, I, I like uh, Lee Valentin. He and Lee Swiss should have did a podcast a long time ago, man. Same thing with Jarrell. You know, but, um, you know, we put these guys together because, um, you know, they, they're both a fan of Jets and the Giants. We've got them in here to um guys enjoy it. Yeah, if you didn't see it, you know, check it out on my channel. Those I just did that podcast on today at uh, seven o'clock or so. It went on for like an hour. Anyway, today we're gonna talk. This is gonna be a season ending review. I mean, this has got to be like one of the crazy seasons that, that we've had. Man. But we've had so many of them throughout the years. You know, I know a lot of people don't really go back much much past the mellow era, you know, or if it might be too old to be talking about any, any other era, man. But we've been through a lot as these fans. What a weird season, man. Not enough winning. You know, uh, the Ewing era kind of spoiled us because we won for 15 straight years. Uh, for the older fans, they remember the 70s, you know, so like he's in the, in the 70s. Like the, the Knicks were in the finals a lot. You know, we won twice, and I think we, we went um, two more times, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I don't really, really, really call it the moment, but we went to the finals a couple times, you know, long, uh, deep playoff runs, you know, uh, like I said, we had we had, right before Ewing era, we had um, you know, the, the Sugar Ray Robert Sugar Ray Richardson era, excuse me. Uh, you know, a couple of things. You know, we had the Bill Cartwright, all the, all these guys, man. So I mean, we do a lot as Knicks fans, man. But like literally, like the last twenty years, I, I think we've seen everything. You know, so I mean, you want, you want to talk about uh, ad ownership? You know, uh, this guy right here, this this, this you know, going around with different. I got a poor man there on the side. Dolan, Steve, obviously my James Dolan. I'm glad he's playing the guitar. You know, because we came a long way from the early 2000s and the middle 2000s where he was meddling and everything. Talk about Melo, man. He's the one that, that wanted to make that trade. You know, if he would have left it up to Donnie Walsh, Donnie Walsh would have stuck to his guys and waited for the all season. land. But that guy right there on the right-hand side, he was meddling in the affairs of the basketball stuff. Um, he, he ended up doing that. Same thing with the Amari. You know, Amari had bad knees and stuff like that. Uh, of course, we jinxed him, and he only really played one good season with us, and then he was hurt the rest of the years. Uh, we didn't we didn't amnesty him because we amnestied Chauncey Billup for whatever reason. But Chauncey still had to add a little bit of extra um, weight. We just felt for so many years in the past of mistakes. Jimmy trade is a big mistake. We end up getting Baker and Len Rice. You know, two seasons after that, those guys weren't even on the roster anymore. You know, um, the Allen Houston uh, signing, you know, crazy. Like, I mean, we made that three wheel trade for uh, John Stark. And then that, that shot us into the finals. Then we, we, uh, we, we pay that. Instead of trying to build the team around that style of play, we decided just max out Allen Houston and fuck everything else. 
Uh, Shannon Anderson came in here. Got late. You know, Shannon Anderson, Howard Eisenstein, all these other guys. So there's, I mean, there's a lot to complain about throughout the years. But I know a, a lot. Everything is crazy. Not Twitter's on fire. I mean, I think this might be the pinnacle of Twitter. You know, as far as the as the sports is concerned, I don't, I don't think it's ever been this crazy. I, I used to be on Twitter like you know several years ago on, on using different names and stuff like that. On there that I don't use anymore. And um, I don't remember ever being this crazy. I mean, it's just a different world now. Everyone has kind of something to say. Not just something to say, but something toxic to say. You know, that's something spicy to say. You know, you know, I got myself caught up in that, you know, getting up in the mix of the matrix and all this. And I wish, wish I would have calmed myself down because when I say something, I mean it. You know, a lot of people saying it is nothing. Oh, this, oh, it's just Twitter, bro. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people not like that. You gotta really be careful to say anything. But you know, like, like so we we had a, a crazy season. Uh, shout out to Geraldine. Shout out to Ralph. Yeah. yeah, we had a we had a crazy season. You know, it, it starts. You know, it really starts from um from the off season. It's just uh, leading from from last year to this year, and our expectations of what we thought it was going to be, or what what we needed for this team to succeed. Of course, point guard, you know, point guard was the number one thing that we But, um, you know, hindsight is, is 2020. You know, we're waiting for state. You know, it's not hindsight is 2020. Like, uh, maybe we should have just got the point guard. You know, if we would have um, invested the time and the money to get that one that point guard and not done anything else, then maybe that would have been the right thing to do. You know, so um, you talk about uh, Reggie Bullock, losing Reggie Bullock. You know, maybe Reggie Bullock is the key reason why Dallas Mavericks are in the playoffs right now. You know, just holding the team together. You know, so maybe Reggie Bullock was the guy that was holding our team together. You know, during that time, and so maybe hindsight is twenty twenty. Maybe we should have kept him. You know. So anyway, state is here. State is getting comfortable. Pop him in here now. What's good, state? What's up, brother? How you doing? Chilling, man. You see, you got you got a little friend on the, on the right hand side of you there. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that. Yeah, I'm good, man. What's up? Yeah, chilling, man. I just was talking about the different eras and stuff. You just been through a lot as Nick fans, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the years. You know, even even going back further than than what I remember. You know, just so, so many different different narratives from back then. You know, the platforms are different now. You know, social media, everything is right there. If I want to talk shit to somebody that I don't know, I could just go click right now and tell, "Hey, fuck you." You know what I'm saying? One time, it's, it's just a different different time and place that we are right now. Yeah. So everything is like at, at its pinnacle, I think. You know, as far as like, you know, all the shit talking and stuff, it's on a oh, different man. level. The shit talking, the don't want to admit when you're wrong, so you rather just triple down on being wrong, <laughs> thinking that you're right when you're really wrong. Um, the sucker shit, freaking screenshotting and sending people stuff, and you know, bringing up stuff that that you said like 20 years ago to to make a point about what's happening today. A lot of crazy stuff, man. People talking about people's kids and all kind of stuff. Is wild. I mean, hey, comes with the territory. I don't. I, I get called stupid once a week. You know, I get called bad names all the time. It just comes with the territory. That's why I didn't understand how, you know, our team. You know, you watching these guys fighting these games, and you seeing Nick Nick fan civil wars on Twitter, and the coach just can't. He just can't do right. 
<laughs> like we say, I'm saying ha- having logical arguments. And they're logical. Like, yes, we should be debating about Mitchell Robinson. We should be debating about RJ Barrett and this max contract or resigning Mitch. Right? We should be debating Randall. We should be debating why, why, why we didn't why we didn't uh start quickly at the beginning of the season. But you know what? You know, this all comes down to one man. That's the conclusion I got from this season. It comes down to Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> it, it, it comes down to this joke of a coach who consistently, he consistently lies in post-game interviews. He bullshitted me the second half of the season with the point guard situation disrespected quickly and said we had no other option and you know leon rose he did the best what he could do in free agency right it wasn't the greatest free agency probably give it like a c minus um he could have done better but at the end of the day when i look at coaches around the league and i'm looking at the playoffs right now i'm seeing coaches do adjustments and stuff like that um nobody would in, in their right state of mind could tell me that if talu had this same set roster, would he have gone three and 17? So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I put the blames, I put like at least like 85, 90% of the blame this season on Tibbs' lap. Just sitting back, thinking about everything that transpired. It's all on him because all he had to do was make simple adjustments and we wouldn't be sitting at home watching other teams in the playoffs. So I'm like, uh, I'm really disappointed with Tibbs because he know he should know better. He should know that he's 64. He should know better, right? You should know when Burks is playing bad. You should know when your star player Randall is flustered. You should know better. So yeah, I mean, it's it, it's deeper than that because I mean, you know, he says that oh, you guys, he watched got to watch games three or four times, and we didn't study it and this that, and the other. What what did Willie Green say? Willie Green's a rookie coach, right, from the Pelicans. What did he say? You know, he, he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play three rookies, um, um, you know, whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? He just, he's gonna play who's there, you know, like, like you could take it back. We mentioned this before. You could take it back down to bitty leagues, man. I used to coach my 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 brother, my my excuse me, my son's brother. I used to coach him when he was little, um, you know, freaking like seven years old, or whatever, first time really playing basketball, five, six, seven, and um, like these kids, like like they know what they know what running is, you know. You could tell them, hey, put your hands like this and get low and whatever. If the ball comes in front of you, steal it. You know, you know, that type of you you can give them little cues and they'll be able to do it. You mm-hmm. know, so you, you watch your you know, you watch your crew and you can see who could play, you can see who can't play, you know, so you know, you just adjust accordingly. And that's just basketball. You don't need I don't need to watch twenty, you know, like videotapes of, of this of this team or scout the other team and write and get videotape and step all night doing all that shit. I don't have to do that. This is basketball. Like, but but you know he, this is a professional team. He has all those resources at his disposal. He has a coaching staff. Everybody takes care of certain things. They have a job to do. You bring him the data. They they sit down. They talk about it like how me and you talking about it. And mm-hmm. and you mean to tell me you still can't um tell me that um that uh Burks is not a point guard. You know you you still can't use the guys you have. You mean to tell me um let's let's bring this up. Julian Tran. I mentioned this earlier. Um you know th- this was actually on um. Uh, the Nick of Time show, Mark Berman was on that or was on their show. I see seen it. You seen it, right? Yeah. So you saw what he said. He was saying that um that basically Tom Thibodeau that he hears, 
you know, the Tom Thibodeau might have regrets about not playing the kids sooner. I don't care about that. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, um, love Jay Ellis, love his work. Show us the KOT show. Um, I don't care about Mark Berman's little positive press tour for Tom Thibodeau. A person with a, with a good coaching mind would have known to play the kids earlier in the season. You goddamn idiot. I don't want to hear about him regretting anything because he played Burks all season, bro. He played, like, he, he, like, you literally ruined Randall. He ruined him because you let Randall self-destruct when you could have reined him in early, early, bro. Even if, even if RJ Barrett was playing bad, you could have reined him in early, right? You could have played Grimes without having a COVID and injury excuse to other players. Like, like, yeah, like a lot of this stuff that happened this season, like it was really like a slap in the face for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm sick of having these petty arguments and people say, you know, Tibbs, uh, 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 to people that say Tibbs played the kids. Okay, he played the kids. But in what context did he play the kids, dog? What, 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 where's the context in he played the kids? Can I get some context, please? Well, I mean, he, he only played he only played them because he had to play the truth every single time. Like Grimes only got minutes because we, we absolutely needed him to play. We had nobody else to play. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it, it started off with, with the freaking um him benching Kemba Walker, man. He benched Kemba Walker after like a handful of games, and then he but he was saying it all crazy too. Like, yeah, that motherfucker ain't gonna play no more. Not on my team, you know what I'm saying? He don't play no defense. He goes start burst, and this, that, and the other. He was saying like he was the illest dude ever. So, I mean, you respect him because he's Tom Thibodeau, you know. You respect him, but I mean, right after that, right after that little that little thing, and then we needed um Kemba to start. Then Kemba went back to starting, and then he then now all of a sudden he can't take Kemba out now. He dropped forty four in that in that in that start. Where, and he kept him in there. When he came back, he dropped forty four, and then he faced him again. And my point that was really disrespectful was you benched Kemba, but you played Alfred Payton all season, bro. <laughs> That's wild. Like, how, how can you even explain to a person like me, practice practice matters. Practice don't matter to you. What matters to you is who you want to play. Because if practice matters, quickly should have been started. As soon as you as he benched Kemba, um, quickly should have been a starter. Straight like that. Straight like that. So it's like, you know, people say, oh, um, you know, Tiggs, you know, the kids developed under him. Man, I can't give him that. I can't personally, like, give him all that credit for what the kids did. Like, he did stuff like Leon Rose trading the first for Cam Reddish. And you don't even have the decency to play him. Like, and, and, and it's not like Reddish is on the bench for – for some all-star, he on the bench for Evan Fournier. You giving Taj minutes. I love Taj. She got money with me, but yo, not over. You're not going nowhere. You're 10 games under 500. You can't sell me going to the playoffs 10 games under 500. While my team's best player was actually playing like trash. It's crazy, man. Like the, like the point you made with the development too is like people say, "Oh, you know, Tom Tibble develop." You know, um, that, that's why I don't like to say developed. You know, because I mean, I don't think I don't think quickly was developed. Quickly started when it, um, he forced Tom Tibble to play him um, last year. You yep. know, he, he had to choose um, quickly over DSJ. 
you know, and then we made whatever moves we made. But but quickly is a self-made person. You know, Obi Toppin, you know, of course, you know, they, they were given a minutes, whatever, whatever. But but he never lost his confidence in, in such a way where where he wasn't playing hard. Obi never stopped playing hard. No. You know, you know, and and the the you know, I guess like the style of offense that we we've been playing, maybe Tom Thibodeau misused him. And, and just for the simple fact of, of the way that Tom Thibodeau coaches, uh, you know, we 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 needed um you know Julius Randle to get a breather. You know, we we needed uh you know um you know Jericho Sims to come in to spell Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel was was sacrificing his his career. He didn't even come off the bench at all this this season because of what he did last year. Sacrificed his whole career for Tom Thibodeau last year. Now now look at him. You know the guy hasn't played in over a year. Use Jericho Sims. You know use the guys that you have that, on on the roster to to um to get you through the eighty two games. You don't burn your team out. And then like go through all these season ending injuries and all these things happening. And then and, and um and then at the end of the end of the year, now you you um hoping for these guys to um to play for you. Don't you even know how to use them because you didn't use them all year. You don't even know what you have. It's, I mean that's 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 all it is right there with Tom Tibble. But that's trying to get that's trying to get your young guys prepared for like game 75, for game 65, for game 55. Like Sims should have been playing all season, personally. If you want to play two bigs who can protect the rim, ideally you will, your center rotation would be Mitch and Jericho Sims, right? Right. But why is it so difficult for this old man to understand that? Because he got an infinity with Taj Gibson. Are you kidding me? Like stop. Like, like uh, it's cool, but like I don't need to see vets playing unless they're good vets. Rose can play on my team any day of the week that's a fact but you can't explain to me why reddish can't get minutes grimes shouldn't been getting minutes from day one deuce should have been getting thrown in there when you know walker and, and you know walker and those boys was getting killed on defense you don't even try to throw a, a secret weapon out there you just stick to what you keep doing like it's going to continue to work so, hey, man, I got so many great tips about this season, but I'm trying to uh, – uh, the, the one positive, though, them young boys played so well towards the end of this season, it kind of saved a little hope that we could, we could just bank on those guys to just get even better. Yeah, it's the new hope for next year, man. But, I mean, you know, I mean, I made a pod a little earlier. I was talking about, you know, the that whole Dallas and um, Utah game. So, I mean, you know, these guys are, like, slow dancing at half court here. You go, you got Julius and um, Worldwide West. You know what? What the hell you think that shit is about, man? Because I mean, that, that I, I can't, I can't re- really read it. I can't really tell if, if he's there just to like, um, you know, are they there to scout a player together, or like, you know, like they're gonna have a conversation and say, look, this is how we want you to play, you know, or I don't, I don't get it, you know, or or are they trying to say, hey, do you want to play for this team or do you want to play for that team? It could go either way, because you can't really tell by Julius Randle's body language. I, I don't know. Um, I can't even. I don't know, bro. Is it a a, a, a PR stunt? Brandon um, and Dallas are they scouting Jalen Brunson? Are they scouting Donovan Mitchell? Um, is Randall looking at his new teammates, or is he looking at Jalen Brunson as his new teammate on the Knicks? I don't know what they're trying to do, but I know one thing. I know I better not see the same roster come back next season. I know that. I know that for sure, because that that's that's idiot. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. 
Well, yo, let, let, since we're gonna be talking about the roster, let, let's let's talk about like the very beginning of of of, of like, well, like the end of last season, or whatever. What, what was the main thing that we all were screaming after last season? The point guard, right? We got to get rid of my man, Alfred Payton. Every podcast, it was Alfred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, I was arguing with him, arguing with you about it because. I was trusting Tom Thibodeau. I was trusting the way that we were playing. We were playing well. He he organized that that particular group together to, to play a certain way, right? So anyway, in order in order for it to work, you needed that point guard to play defense. You know, uh, at least Alfred Payton is a point guard. You know, six foot five, but he played point guard his whole career. You know, he you know he averaged double figures in, in points for his career. He averaged what like six assists a, a game. You know, for for his few few seasons. So at least he is a point guard. So you know, there's nobody. There was really nobody else to play aside aside from him. You know, I mean, we, we could have went a different route and played um, Frank and stuff. But look look what Frank is right now. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, really, you know, really quickly was I mean not quickly. Um, this guy, uh, you know, uh, Peyton. Alfred. Yeah, Alfred was our, our best option just for for the height, the defense, setting the table, and just um, setting it up for the bench to come in later. You know. So I mean, this year, you know, this year, you know, we should have just got the point guard. That's all we should have did. Yeah, it, and it's kind of like ridiculous. Like you see Randall come off a, a second All NBA, and you don't get him a point guard. You get him a rundown point guard. Like next, the next formula is we're gonna get the cheapest amount of talent, and whoever's come, whoever's coming here usually will be overpaid. <laughs> Or we're going to get some over-the-hill vet, and we're going to just play him. It's like, yo, stop doing this garbage, man. Just cut it out. Stop getting us running. Cooper Walker, that's the best you got? That's what you bring us? Come on, now. You got to bring us something better than that, man. They got to stop this bargain bin shopping and stop playing with us and start going for broke. Like, you trying to – even if you're talking about keeping Randall and you trying to max RJ while keeping Randall – are you still not gonna give me a four guard? Don't take me, don't don't take me for a goddamn joke. Don't take me for a joke. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Give me a point guard. Stop act act like a, a, a sensible organization for us. Yeah, but you know, now you know, hindsight's 2022. If, if he would have got a point guard, like Tom Tibble has shown that he's not willing to change his offense. You know, because <laughs> we did get Kemba, but but did, did we ever run pick and roll much for, for Kemba, run offense through Kemba? We still was running the offense through through Randall. You know, and making Kemba stand on the side to shoot, you know, and that that make that makes Kemba Walker useless at that point. If you, if Kemba Walker's not not organizing any offense, then then getting him is completely useless. Yeah, you know? Kemba can't play. He can't. He, I, I don't know. Maybe he could have played off ball for a different coach, but this coach he wants Kemba to stand in the corner and be a corner hustler, and I don't. That's probably not Kemba's game. Last year, Kemba Walker was in the All-Star game. Yes, but he, he still had bad knees, though, and that was recorded. But that right. shouldn't be the that shouldn't be the only option. That shouldn't be your best viable option for that. You should have just started quickly for all of that. I mean, come yeah. on, we're wasting our goddamn time with these mid-basketball bas- these, these point guards, man. We have a point guard in like 20 years. They playing. Well, you know, from like just logistics and just from the books and stuff, we invested money in Walker. We we invested uh, money in Rose. 
we invested time in and quickly in the draft pick and time and we and we invested a draft pick and deuce so you know coming into the season like especially we needed a point guard and this than the other we need to get julius Randle help you would think that the the offense would have been more point guard oriented if um coming into this into this season you yes. know you know what i'm saying it, it would have made things so much better for everybody you know it, it would have but at the same time it's like Tibbs is the coach so do you expect for him to change the way he wants his offense to run i mean he should have you know for should have but uh, do we i don't trust him enough to change i don't even trust him enough to say next season that obi Toppin will play a lot of minutes like i don't trust the guy yeah i don't trust him either i i, I expect him to basically run out there with the same offense doing the same shit as we've been doing because there's there's nothing else to pull from that's gonna prove that he's gonna change the, on the what we're doing, you know? Yeah, and that's sad. And I, I I don't know, man. He worries me a lot. And what worries me even more is his relationship with Leon Rose. Because when stuff hit the fan, are you gonna defend him or are you gonna like do what's needed to be done? Because Leon Rose, you saying Tibbs did a good job uh last season he didn't do a good job bro i'm sorry <laughs> he didn't do a good job not not after you get the fourth seed he did not do a good job brother i don't want to hear no no stop it yeah most of the losses that we had you know it, it, it had nothing to do with skill or anything like that it had everything to do with who he what what he did in during those games a lot of times he, he'll he'll have um julius Randle out there with like at the 10 minute mark in the fourth quarter and then as as the game goes on the motherfucker's still in the game with five minutes left it's like when did he get a break you know and then he then he'll have another game where where randall's not doesn't play and then all of a sudden you put him back in there with two minutes left like what what are you doing what what kind of coach is this you know you know he has no grasp on how to uh substitute no grasp on how to keep guys fresh during the game you know he has no no um grasp of trying to get players easy shots you know, it's just every single time down is a grind, 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 grind every single time, and him yelling and screaming and cursing at them as they're doing it. It's, it's, it's like, and yes, the kids. If you want to give Tim's credit, okay, yeah, they developed on them. He's the coach. He's the one that's directing them. He's the one that's seeing them in practice. He's the one that's putting them on the floor. If you want to give Tim's a little credit, you give him a little credit, but at the same time. Um, how much credit do you want to give him? Um, in the season that he won, we know all the variables that was with that season, right? And a season with actual basketball, um, he goes three and seventeen for a stretch, and you don't hear a fire fit, fire uh fire tips chant nowhere. So, um, I guess. You know, people got more patience with the coach now because they're like more scared. They're scared of the unknown. They're scared that, you know, what's the other alternative if you do fire Tibbs? Um, this it's name recognition, really. You know, Tom Thibodeau. Oh, ooh, Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. Is it, it just? It's like the boogeyman. You know, like it's like saying like Candyman three times. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a name. You know, just same thing. Like we got um, you know, I can't even think. Uh, Larry Brown. We got Larry Brown. Oh shit, we got Larry Brown. You know, saying Larry Brown was probably one of the worst coaches that we've ever had in, in, in the Knicks organization. But name recognition, he was just coaching the off 
you know, the, the Olympic team and all sorts of look what he did to the Olympic team. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just name recognition with Tom Thibodeau. And, and, and it, to me, it's sad because it's not New York shit. Because if it was anybody else, look at what we did to Phil Jackson, for Christ's sake. It, it wasn't the coach, but people was emasculating Phil Jackson, one of the greatest basketball minds that ever, you know, graced the, um, you know, the bas- game of basketball, period. You know, and they emasculated him when he was over here running the Knicks. Yeah. Um, yo, you know how many, not even just coaches, bro, like, you know how many – well, yeah, coaches, but how many Hall of Fame people that came through these doors, like, and we ruined a lot of them? <laughs> a lot of coaches, bro. Like, if you were older, Nick, uh, an older fan, like, if you're above 28 years old, you seen Mike D'Antoni with those um, young sons teams. And you used to think, like, D'Antoni, yo, he's a good coach. Bro, he came to the Knicks, man. You know how much I hated that man, bro. Like, <laughs> like you know how much I hated that man, bro. I used to love Thibodeau back in the day when he's the when he was the Bulls coach. I loved Tibbs. I used to love Thibodeau. Love everything he did. My hate grew for him when I watched Derrick Rose get injured under him in my mom's crib, sitting in the living room. I still remember that day. Like he had no business having Derrick Rose in the game where you're up double digits. With one minute and something left, no reason why Derrick Rose should be in the game. Yeah. So, Tom Thibodeau don't, don't believe in that. I, I just don't. I don't get what his philosophy is. You know. And then you know, it, it just really irks me. Just going back to him tra- trying to chastise fans that that we we don't watch the games and the that. It just comes back down to that. You know, it just comes back down to that. We we watch all these games. We go back years and years. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember when Tom before Tom Thibodeau was even coaching anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So you know these these guys act like act like they're they're holier than thou. They think they're smarter than us, or, and whatever. I mean, you know, what did Tom Thibodeau do before he became a, a, a you know a, a coach, an assistant coach? He got the hookup somewhere. You know, somebody liked him and gave him a hookup. That's that's what that is. You know, so that's that, that's how we ended up being who he is now. You know, just based off the backs of of um you know being Jeff Van Gundy's assistant back in the days. He worked his ass off though. Yeah, I give it to you know. You can't take nothing away from hard work and stuff like that, you know. But but but, but this season was an utter failure. And I I know we spoke about Tom Thibodeau. Um, let's dedicate this next half hour. Let, let let's dedicate the rest of this to Leon Rose because um, even though I know I said you know Tom Thibodeau, Leon Rose gave him what he had to work with. Yo, Leon Rose has been you could go one or two ways with, with with him you could say he he's done a shitty job past couple of years or he's done a great job with what he had um he managed with what he had but if you're a person like me i i didn't i, I don't like what some of the things he did i don't like the fact that you know you always go on the safe route and you do something like you resign Nerlens Noel before you resign Mitchell Robinson. So now I'm worried that Mitchell Robinson might walk because he might take Nerlens Noel being signed before him as disrespect. That's your draft pick. That's somebody you nurture. You're supposed to always pay him before Nerlens Noel. But you took care of Nerlens Noel. So what if Mitch sees that as disrespect? You don't do. That's not good business to me. 
to me personally. You're a young team. You've seen everywhere Nerlens went. You've seen the rap sheet. He should know better. He should know better, dog. He should know better. Um, you 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 do something like, you know, you see Randall. He has bad season, good season, bad season, and you don't figure to. At one point in time, his three-year tension here so far, you don't get that man a star point guard. <laughs> Steve Bills left you with that black man left him with 74 million. RJ Barrett and Julius Randle. And you just so happen to like, you just so happen to mess that up. Like how, brother? How? I'm trying to pull up like like the free agencies um from uh-huh. 2021. Cause I'm I mean, you know, there were other people available, you know, that we that we could have that we could have went after. I know Lonzo Ball is like the main one, but I think Lonzo wanted to be in Chicago. You know, so there's not, not nothing really we could have done with that. But I mean hindsight is 2020. Judging, you know, I, you know, assuming for a good coach, you're assuming that they're gonna change the offense, you know, or whatever, according to the personnel they get. You know, but you know, in, in, re- in reality, you know, you know, he can't do that. So I mean, just just to bring it back to Le- Leon Rose, if you want to keep it with, with Leon, just his roster building, um, he got he got to have the anticipation to to know that Tom Thibodeau is not going to change the same way like a D'Antoni. Like um, the whole time D'Antoni was here, like we we had Duhan as as a point guard. You know, what, what's the point of having uh a D'Antoni if you're not going to get him a point guard? You know, they, the Knicks never tried to get him a point guard the whole time that he was here. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, same thing with Tom Thibodeau. You know, Tom Thibodeau wants to play a certain way, so we should have we should have um, already been in tune with that and got him what he wanted. If 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 we're gonna rock with him like this, huh. so we wasted we wasted a whole year, I think. A whole year. Gotta get we we gotta get a point guard, bro. We gotta get a point guard. I don't I don't. We gotta get a point guard. Well, I mean, just a point guard that's gonna fit in what what Tom Thibodeau's trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So I I I've. Leon Rose, and he got some work to do this summer. Um, he got a lot of work actually to do this summer. Uh, I just, I just hope he doesn't sit on his morals, man. <laughs> just yeah. praying. I'm just praying the guy he just doesn't sit on his morals, man. Honestly. Well, I mean, they, they were they were um, scouting uh, the Utah and Dallas game, right? So obviously they they're looking at Brunson. Right, they got to be looking at Brunson because what you know, why even do that? You know, uh, uh, you know, outside of just to make us annoyed, right? So I mean, is Jalen Brunson the guy? You know, because I when I see Jalen Brunson, I see I see a young Kemba Walker without no without no athleticism. I mean, you know, what I'm go get him, go get him, but I'm not too happy about it. I'm not going to hoorah, Jalen Brunson. I mean, hey. If you want to have connections, you go get Jalen Brunson, I guess. I mean, he's young, but it's not the best option to me, to be honest. But, I mean, how does he fit in with what, what Tom Thibodeau's trying to do? That's the big deal. You know, how does he fit in with what Tom Thibodeau's trying to do? Uh, I'm sure. He can spot up shoot. <laughs> yeah, I know, but if, if you look at – um. You know his highlights. A lot of his highlights is him doing no um, of him just going one on one. Really, he he has a, he has that in his game. He's not a spot up shooter. You have if you're gonna get Jalen Brunson, 
you got to let him um, get involved in the offense, dribbling the basketball, a lot of, um, you know, just over dribbling. You know, Jalen Brunson, there's a lot of over dribbling. You know, he be trying to fire guys, though. He be probing. I'll give him that. He, he be probing. He be, trying to, he be trying to fire guys. But, yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> that's the yeah. best guy. <laughs> yeah, probing, probing is probably like the best like definition of, of what Brunson does, you know, because because he can't blow by nobody. You know, I, I've never seen him blow by anybody. He's really just – he'll drive, and then he'll get cut off, spin, maybe take a jump shot or up and under type of things. You know, he doesn't really blow by guys like that for somebody to be short, you know? Yep. So, so I mean, Jay from Florida said he's a spot-up shooter. I mean, he can spot-up spot shoot, I guess. I mean, but I don't, wouldn't want him to come here and do that. I want the ball in his hands. I, mean, I don't yeah. know, man. Tibbs is the coach, man. I, I'm not Tibbs, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. Your Jay Jay's saying the same thing, but our Luca is Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? So we just we definitely don't want that to to go down like that. You know, we want to get away from that. But at the same time, are we beating a dead horse with this shit, man? Because it's still it's still my man here. You know, Tom Thibodeau. He's still the coach. So no matter whatever fly shit we're gonna say about offense and stuff like that, my man is still gonna be the coach. You know, that's Tibbs. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if you get Brunson, man, you, you give Brunson the ball, you let him do his point guard thing, whatever. You, you work the offense in, in, in such a way where Julius Randle could chill sometimes, you know, maybe be a trailer every once in a while, maybe, maybe sit in the corner for a little while, you know, and then then we'll run more offense through you from time to time. Let him get his breaks. Let him get a let, let him let him let him smoke a cigarette or something in the corner for a little while. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's why you get a point guard. Yeah, he's not worth eighty million. Um, worth like sixty million. I'm not giving him eighty million. He's worth like sixty million, but he's not worth eighty million. I'm not giving him eighty million. I can't give him eighty million. He, 80, 80 million or better. Yeah. What are the expectations for this kid? What 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 do you expect, you know? What are people expecting out of out of this guy? I'm giving them all star money, man. <laughs> you know, he, not for nothing. He did play good um tonight, but you know he played um Tibbs minutes. He played like forty something minutes tonight. But that's well, playoff stuff. That's playoff stuff, right? Playoff yeah. basketball. Yeah, Luca was hurt too. Yep. So, yeah. and then they they basically brought Utah to the to the brink, you know, because they could have actually won that game at, at a certain point, you know. Yeah. But to me, that that still don't do enough for me, you know, from from what I see from from Jalen, you know. Yep. Hey, we'll see. Um, Jalen Brunson. That's I'm saying that that's like the best that we can do, you know. You know what, what's what's um like what else do we do aside aside from that? And then think about it, we can't sign Brunson. We have to trade for him, you know. We we can't out, outright sign him. So how do we even do that? But well, I mean, you know, something is brewing because these motherfuckers were at the game. You know, they were at the game trolling us. You know, they were at the game watching. Look, look at William Wesley. Like, you know, like, like he's like um. I don't know, man. He's like, like he's praying, and Ju and Julius looks like he's like he's really cares about what's happening. It's just, it's just crazy, man. What what are they doing to us here? <laughs> this goddamn team. Yeah, I can. I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm kind of mad. I'm at work because I can't really. <laughs> can't really go go crazy, crazy, right? Yeah, like I. I... Well, I mean, Sherwin threw up a list, right? 
So Dejounte Murray, you know, remember we was talking about trading RJ for him. You know, Dejounte Murray. If we're not trading RJ, how are we getting him? You know, Jalen Suggs. How are we getting Jalen Suggs here? Cole Anthony. You know, all these other guys. Tyrus Halliburton's not happening. Marcus Malcolm Brogdon. We talked about him. Uh, you know, a little bit. He's six six five, but I mean, the dude. You know, he's sitting right next to Nerlens Noel half the time. He's always you know? hurt, man. He's always hurt. He's always hurt, bro. Always, and he's not always. just hurt. He's not just hurt. It's like, like, like um, he has like a ruptured vagina, shit. You know, like, like, like. like now I'm just joking, but it's like, like um, stuff having to do with his hip, you know, and muscles having to do with him jumping. You know, it's like some weird, some weird um, you know, thing that he had, but it was an injury to like his like hip growing area. So that that's his explosion. It's everything about a basketball player. You know that his ability to to um to be explosive and be, you know, shifty and stuff like that. That's the um the injury that he had. You know, so we, we can't go get that guy. Nah, I'm good. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm good on that. And he's 29, and I think he signed a contract. He got like three or four more years left on the contract. <sighs> so I'm I'm looking like how do we stop the bleeding? Like De'Aaron Fox, we was talking about De'Aaron Fox till we were. Blue in the face. We were gonna trade Julius for De'Aaron Fox, but um, they went. You know, um, Sacramento surprised us, and they went and traded for, um, you know, the the, the white dude from um, you know, Sabonis. Excuse me, Sabonis. You know, from Indiana. Yep. So they have no use for for Julius now. You know, they, we could have jumped on that on trade deadline. I mean, it, the Knicks need to just get it together. Honestly, they're, they're pissing me off. They gotta get it together. They they need to make sure that they whatever transpired last season does not happen again. Um, because now fans is going to be coming for Leon Rose neck, and Leon Rose he needs to get it together honestly. So, what should he do? What what should he focus on? I, I know it's a point guard, but you know, what are we gonna get? Focus on consolidating vets and please get a point guard. I I just don't know at the moment. It's everything is just so cloudy for me until the lottery. Once the lottery happens, I don't know. I, I'll be for certain what the Knicks can do and what they can't do. Right. Yeah, man, it's just, it's just bugged out. I mean, Cole Anthony, you know, dying to be a Nick. But who are you willing to give away? Because Cole Anthony is a good player. Cole Anthony's ready to go now. You know, he's ready to, like, you know, he's already going. He's been going since he first started playing. You know, so, I mean, you know, who do you give up for that? You're going to have to give up draft picks, at least, and, and, a, and a young player, at least. You know? Yep. And <laughs> listen, man, they go all the Yo, not for nothing for fit, fit wise. I think Cole Anthony would fit Tom Thibodeau because because you could stick Cole Anthony in a corner, let him be a spot up shooter and that type of thing. Because he because that's kind of like his game a little bit. You know, he, you know, yeah, you, I want him with the ball in his hands. Yeah. That's that's the, that's the point. Like I want I want Cole Anthony with the ball in his hands. So, people, whatever trade we do, I just hope that Tibbs just get it together. Honestly, this guy here. Yeah, man. Let me go, bro. So I can help these people, man. These people just need help. They get a million call outs because people just don't like money. <laughs> They probably see you podcasting like, yeah, let me let me call this cat. Mm-hmm. Oh nah. <laughs> nah, they wouldn't do that. 
Oh god, this team, bro. I'm so sick of this this goddamn team. They did not get us a point guard for 21 years. I hope they I hope this is the summer. I hope this is the summer for it. No, we not, Mike. Stop it, man. Fans like you get a credit, bro. Yeah, but uh, it, we are fucked. Because I mean Tom Thibodeau, we, we have to cope, we have to build the team around Tom Thibodeau. That's the only way it was gonna it's gonna work. Cause we tried to do to do something thinking that Tom Thibodeau is gonna work around it, but we clearly see that he can is not capable of doing that. So we we're, we're just fucked, man. We we um uh, let's see what Adaji is saying here. He said he's saying um uh, we don't need a point another point guard. We just need uh to play the ones that we have. That, I agree with this. You I know, agree I, with I that. Think, but that's the logical thing. We right. don't have a logical coach. Yo, quickly the way to quickly quickly and Obi played at the end of the season, man. That that's that's what I want. That's that was incredible. That was game changing. I feel like some, that's something that we can that could be foundational where we can build off of that. Yeah. That's foundational. You know? We can build off of that. We can build off what RJ did. We can build off what some of these guys did. Even Randall was turning it on towards the end of the season. But I still want him gone this summer. But besides that, you know, you know, Mitch he wasn't playing for Jericho Simmons was coming on more at the end of the season. So it's a lot of things to hope for. Like I, I I'm pretty sure the Knicks will make changes. But we could definitely um do another for tomorrow. Cause I definitely want to continue to talk about Neil Rose for sure, because he just it's more I want to get into, but I kind of really care right now. Because I don't I won't I don't want to be a Julius Randle type of teammate. <laughs> I got you, I got you. All right. You know, Julius Randle type of teammate, you gotta trade those guys. You gotta get those guys on your off your roster. You gotta get you gotta get those guys out of there. Bad energy. Yeah, I got you, I got you. Bad energy. Go All right, we could call it a night, man. Um, we can, um, we'll probably get back later tomorrow. For sure. Tomorrow, okay, okay. Yes, sir. Um, because we got into a lot about tips today, so I want to get into like strictly just Leon Rose. We can get right into Leon Rose tomorrow, and we can talk about uh just vets. We're not going to talk about the kids. We're going to talk about just vets. And um, one of the main things I think the Knicks need uh, before I get out of here is a vet goon. It's one of the main it, when I'm watching these playoffs, I'm watching every winning team. They got at least two goons. <laughs> so um Yeah, those goons are usually veterans though, man. That's a fact. So that's why I said let's talk Leon Rose and Vets first before we get to the kids. <laughs> I got you. Well um, right. y'all know where to find us, man. Spotify, Stitcher, uh Google Pod, uh Tune In, Play FM, you know, Die State of Mind. You know, Kane, uh, shout out to my guy, Eru, shout out to Mike Johnson, all of you guys. No, I don't have my laptop with me today. I will have it tomorrow. And tomorrow, we're definitely going to add um, Twitter Spaces, so y'all could definitely listen to us on Twitter Spaces as well. Um, I love that idea, by the way, Dow, that you did a couple weeks ago. We definitely got to start doing that, too. But, um, yeah, uh, let me get out of here because I don't want to be Julius Randle once again. <laughs> and, I appreciate all right. all you guys um, coming tonight. Uh, Dog, see you tomorrow, brother. All right, man. Peace, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, peace, guys. See you guys on the next one.